Welcome to Equipus Christchurch. Equipus Church is a whole lot of friends championing one another to go higher in Christ. For more details, check out our website at equipuschurch.com forward slash Christchurch. Oh, awesome. Thank you so much, Equipus uh, Christchurch. It's just been awesome having the day with you guys. Uh, it's been great just to be in another environment, be in another family. Uh, I love I love being in, uh, being part of a family uh, so that when you fly in, uh, uh, maybe on, uh, on a Saturday night and you're not sure what's happening, uh, maybe when you leave some, um, so, so, some uh, important uh, articles of clothing like black trousers for Sunday church, you've just got friends like Pastor Tico that you can text at 7 o'clock in the morning and go, man, can I borrow your pants? Who knows, who knows family? You can, you can do that with family. Now, what happens at 5 p.m. stays at 5 p.m.? <laughs> uh, no. But, uh, but here's the thing is that uh, it's cool to hang out and we want to have some fun tonight. But, but uh, we want to we go again. Uh, tonight, just, uh, I didn't want to just bring another sermon tonight. And this afternoon, I, I just spent some time uh, with God and, and uh, really... Uh, God just impressed me again, the word uh, resurrection. And that the resurrection is, is, uh, encompasses this whole lifestyle, this whole, uh, this whole um, deal that we're, we're, we're about. That, that Easter is not the only place that we can talk about resurrection. Resur- we live and breathe around uh, some resurrection power. What it says in Romans 8, uh, 11. If you want to flick up the, uh, the first slide, that would be cool. Yes, there it is, resurrection, uh, raising, awakening from the dead, restoration of life. Come on, look at those things, rebirth, restoration, resurgence, revival, reawakening and returning to life. I love what Romans 8 says, Romans 8, 11 says this, the Son of God who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. Come on, this lives in you. Sin lives in me. And just as God raised Christ from the dead, He will give life to your mortal bodies by the same Spirit living where? Within you. God's the same power, the way He raised Christ from the dead, lives and dwells and breathes within us. And that's awesome. That's an amazing truth. But what does that look like in our everyday life? What does that look like in our world? I'm glad you asked. I'm glad you asked. Because today, tonight, I want to talk about some different spheres. I want to talk about that when the world that we live in gets rocked. When the, which we know in Christchurch. Can we flick up the next slide? We're part of something awesome. Uh, that, that, that is uh, a part of Equipers is Equipers Tonga. And in Equipers Tonga in 2010, the, uh, Pastor Matali and, and, and the crew started, uh, got a school going and, and uh, they got hold of these, they were given these, these buildings, 2010. And uh, the, this is where they could run their, their, their school, Axe School, um, community school in Tonga, and flick the next one. They needed some. Uh, they, they they needed some restoration. They need some resurrection power, in a practical sense, in, in, in the nation of Tonga. And uh, because again, God, and this is what God wants to do. He wants to restore. He wants to bring back to the original purpose. That's what restoration is. And so what happened in 2013, uh, the, the wider Equipers body sent over a missions team and uh, let's see what they did. Woo! Come on. Because the, the resurrection power lives and breathes in us. Same, 
You know, and, and it's, it, we see it in different ways. And so the gifts, are the different gifts that we talked about this morning uh, were on show and, and this is awesome. And, and sometimes life's like that. You have stuff where life takes, uh, takes its toll on you and you may look like those buildings, parts of your life, parts of your world. And then what happens? You know, we can get around, we can get in environments and stuff. But then, you know, it'd be awesome if everything stayed the same. But as most of us know, in February 2018, last year, what happened? Cyclone Gita came along, one of the strongest, most vicious storms that, that Tonga un, had, had understood and, and had encountered. And this is what happened. Wow. <laughs> and so, again, you know, the, the highs and lows, that stuff happens like this. And, and, and so if you just flick through the next uh, three or four you know, this, there's flooding, there's, there's buildings that were once had a purpose and now they're, they're uninhabitable. They, you know, what's going to happen? And Pastor Matiley's standing there going, man, what is going on? You know, and, and tonight I believe that, you know, this represents some people of your, you know, in your life. There's been moments that you can identify like that. Maybe some of you are going through that in the moment. Man, we want to stand with you, we want to pray because resurrection power is on its way. Resurrection power is even working right now in your weakness, as we talked about this morning. How about we keep going? And again, you got the kids still, life still goes on. And you know, even with the, with the breakdown of, of the buildings, the, 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 the life is still moving and you've got to continue to go forward. But, but what I love is that we were, we're a part of, again, um, churches and, and people uh, gave towards Equipistonga. And, and the, the school, uh, the ex school over there. And in the last month, month and a half, mainly by um, uh, just the, the local team, they were able to build these two classrooms back up. Again, God's provided the, the funds. We sent over a couple of guys. Uh, and uh, I think about two weeks ago, three weeks ago, they were able to, to launch this new building. Why is that? Because People work together and God was able to resurrect. He's able to restore. He's able to bring back to the original purpose what, you know, what the world took its toll on, what storms came in. And Jesus talked about storms. And, uh, and so we celebrate. This is, I think this is a real practical way of just looking at life sometimes. So sometimes I want to talk about our environment. We need resurrection power in our environment. Um, you know, the, the next... Yeah, this, I mean, this is, this is the opening of their brand new, the, the, the cool timing of God is that at the end of term one, the, uh, where they'd been meeting for their high school, they were actually kicked out of, they said, hey, we, we can't, you can't use this area anymore. You need to have this, this, you need to have some new space to find. And they had none, so they just had to build it pretty much over the school holidays. And, uh, and God did an amazing miracle. And, and I don't want to steal Pastor Matiley's thunder, but just check out the, Go check out Facebook and see what, what God did over that time. Awesome. Cool. Let's go to the next one. Oh, yeah, here we go internally. All this stuff's going on. Still more work, still more work to do in, in the school, but God's doing something awesome. That's like our lives. God's not finished. Amen. Keep going. Resurrection power. That's what that, in a practical sense. The second side I want to talk about, I want to talk about our physical bodies. And uh, I don't know if you've seen this movie. Anyone seen the, the movie Breakthrough? 
It's not the best pick, let's just be honest. But uh, can we, can we uh, play that, that trailer? Is that going to, or do you need some time? While we're doing that, uh, you know, we, we serve a God who's able to do, uh, is able to bring resurrection power into our bodies. When I was 17 years old, uh, I, was at, uh, I was in my last year at high school, and I remember, it was honestly, it was about this time, it was in May, June, uh, and, and, and we were doing uh, the, the parent reports and, you know, parent-teacher interviews. Who knows that's not a great time of your life, of schooling life for many people. Uh, I, I was in, obviously, my last year, and, and uh, I remember um, Dad coming and going to the, these, these uh, parent-teacher interviews. And Dad never came to these parent-teacher interviews. He was, uh, he was an MP at the time, and he was flying all around. And for some reason, he'd come home, and uh, he'd, he'd uh, went to these parent-teacher interviews, but he said, hey, I think you need to come home. And uh, he, well, I ended up, because I, I was at a hostel, we, well, I went home and, and stayed uh, on the farm for a night, and that's when Dad said, hey, um, what's happened is I've got cancer. The, the largest um, tumor pretty much in my, my stomach is the size of a football, and, and what it was doing was putting pressure on the, on the stomach, and he was getting massive reflux. And uh, they couldn't operate, and so he had to go into, into chemotherapy. And so uh, what, what happened is that we went on a journey of, of faith, of the elders would pray for him and, and anoint him with oil every time he got uh, chemotherapy. And we saw these, the, the, the tumors get smaller and smaller and smaller over time. And uh, last year, Queen's birthday last year, we were able to celebrate his, his 70th birthday. 21 years after this this massive, because why is that? Because we serve a God who has resurrection power. Last year, I had um, about again about this time I was going traveling over to Palmerston because my brother-in-law uh, found out that he had cancer, and uh, and he was starting to have fits, and they found out that there was a there was a cancer in his stomach, there was a cancer in his brain, and uh, and so he was going under heavy chemotherapy and. And, um, and they did a round of it and it just about knocked him out. And, but, uh, but at the end of that time, they, they re-scanned him. And they said, yeah, the one in your brain's gone, but the one in your stomach is, uh, there's nothing more we can do. So about mid-year last year, and I talked a little bit about that this morning, is that he's pretty much said, go home. This is what's going to happen. You might make it to Christmas, but things are going to deteriorate more and more. Uh, and... Uh, throughout forward first school holidays, Anzac Day, the day after Anzac Day, his family come up, and the whole family, uh, we've got uh, everyone at our place in Wanganui, and we're playing cricket, he's playing cricket, uh, and then I, I was talking to him last week, and he said, I've just gone for some tests, so I got a CAT scan, um, and I got, the I got a text back this last week, and he said, uh, the text is through all this medical mumbo jumbo, but under, un at the bottom of it, I'll read it out so that I get it right. Oh, come on. Let me get this right. Uh, here it is. It says, no new disease, good news. Andy. I don't know who Andy is. But um, my brother-in-law says, sickness and disease goes in Jesus' name. 
So he's, he's, got, he's um, a year on from, they said, hey, you got six months. He said, we'll find out more information next week. But at the moment, he's, he's, he just keeps going back to the doctor, says, we'll see you in a month. We'll see you in two months. You just look, everything's normal. Nothing's, nothing's shifting. Cause why? Because we've got a God who can do exceedingly abundantly above and beyond. What we can ask, what we can think or even imagine. And, and, and tonight, um, uh, this, there's a movie that's come out. It's, it's called Breakthrough. They're good to go. Let's check this out. Got him. I got him. He's going for a break. No, he's not. No, he's not. We got you. Hey, boys, get off the ice. There we go. It was there. It's coming. I got him. I got him. He's going for a break. No, he's not. No, he's not. We got you. Hey, boys, get off the ice. Not safe. You're not going anywhere. Stop. Fourteen-year-old male, unresponsive and pulseless. You want clear? No pulse. There's nothing more we can do. This is the most powerful, compelling, verifiable, authenticated miracle story in recent history. Period. Bar none. Joyce Smith. Yes. We're doing everything we can for your son, but John isn't responding. There her son was without a pulse. She touched his feet, they were completely cold. And she said, you know what? I'm not gonna claim death, I'm about to claim life. He's gone. Send your Holy Spirit to save my son! The EKG machine started going off. He came back to life. I drowned for 15 minutes and then I was without a pulse for an additional 45. So in all, I was dead for over an hour. So far in my life, God had always been and done what he said he could do. And so I just started praying. Mom came in, she prayed, and instantly I had a pulse. Everybody that I explain the plot to gets goosebumps just even thinking about that something like this could happen. It's hard to believe. And I, you know, I'm a part of the story, telling the story, and it's hard for me to believe. This movie is described as a medical miracle because just that one idea, you know, patient dead, mother prayed, patient came back to life. This is a modern day resurrection story. When Joyce finally gave up complete surrender to God and said, you know, like, you have to take this, there's no question that something miraculous happened. Are we good? So, yeah. Oh, can you go online and check it out? I've, I've spent a long time watching this stuff. But this is true. Why? Because we serve a God who can do exceedingly abundantly above and beyond what we can ask, what we can think, or even imagine. Come on, and, and so whether it's in our environment, physically, our circumstances, whether it's in our body and our health and our all that side. But, but tonight I want to want the, the last area, and, and God is able to, He wants to invade His resurrection powers available to every area of our life. Come on, tonight I want to, I want to look at Jesus' first miracle, uh, and you'll find it in John uh, chapter 2. Um, if we just go to the next one. I love this statement. If we can, we, can we flick to uh, Joyce um, Smith, who's the, who's the mother of John Smith. Amazing name for uh, uh, for that, but but what he what she says this is that God has always uh, always been been and done. God had always been and done what He said He could do. And when it came to that point where she needed resurrection power, He was the same. He was faithful. 
And I love that statement is because is we serve a God who of resurrection. I want to I wanna get it, I want to get in your face a little bit tonight. Because, because sometimes we can, get, we can get familiar with the stories. But God is the same yesterday, today, and today. And, and at the end of the service, come on, I want to stir something up. Because I believe there's miracles in the house tonight. I believe there's a, there's a time where we can pray together. And the Bible says we can ask God for anything. In His name. And I believe things are going to shift internally about you, how you see things, how you're seeing uh, situations, how you're seeing mountains. The Bible says, Jesus said, speak to the mountain and it's got to be moved. Come on, we're going to do that at the end of the service. Uh, but we're going to do this together. So we're preaching together. We're going on a journey together. Uh, so how about you open your Bibles together and uh, let's look up John chapter uh, 2. And this is Jesus' first miracle. The next day, everyone say the next day. The next day there was a wedding celebration in the village of Canaan in Galilee. Jesus' mother was there and Jesus and His disciples also were invited to the celebration. It's a big deal. Then all of a sudden in in verse 3, the storm hits. In verse 3, the, the walls, uh, the, the, the situation crumbles. And, and uh, what happens is that the wine supply ran out during the festivities. So Jesus' mother told him, they have no more wine. We don't really understand that in the context that we live in. But socially, if, there were, if social media was available this time, this would have been, uh, this just would have been, everyone would have had their phones out. Oh, I can't believe the wine's run out, hashtag bad day, whatever, uh, and, and, and all these sorts of things is that uh, this is a horrible situation. And emotionally, I want you to think of what it's like for the people hosting the party. There's shame, there's guilt, there's probably pointed fingers, there's accusations going on. So Jesus and, and, uh, and his mum have this out-of-it conversation, and I don't have time to go into it because we're focusing on the resurrection power, but he <laughs> The way he talks to his mother. Uh, Jesus says, Dear woman, that's not my problem, Jesus replied. My time has not yet come yet. Jesus knew about times and seasons, but he was also open to God and what the Father said. And his mother told the servants, Do whatever he tells you. Verse 6. Standing nearby, there were six stone water jars used for Jewish ceremonial washing. Each one could hold about 20 to 30 gallons. Now, 20 to 30 gallons is about somewhere between 80 and 100 liters. They were big jars. And, and again, if you look at the, the context, often in the, in the Bible, uh, when, when they're talking about water jars, they're talking about lives. And six is the number of man. And so we, as we look at the story, I want you to look at uh, life, these, these jars representing lives and, 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 and what Jesus wants to do with these lives. And so uh, it carries on. And Jesus told the servants, fill the water jars, uh, fill the jars with water. When the jars had been filled, he said, now dip some out and take it to the master of ceremonies so that the servants followed his instructions. When the master of ceremonies tasted the water uh, that was now wine, not knowing where it had come from, though of course the servants knew, he called the bridegroom over. A host always serves the best wine, he said, then when everyone has had a lot to drink, he brings out the less expensive wine, but you have kept the best until now. There was a, there was, shame was taken off. 
man, the, the, the whole atmosphere, the, the, the social status of, of the people hosting just went through the roof. Why? Because God's interested in every area of our lives. He's able to resurrect even our emotional state. He's, a, he's able to, to, to resurrect our social state. He's able to, he's resurrecting every area of his life, of our lives. And I, and I love what, what Jesus says about these jars, these jars that uh, were, were used for ceremonial cleaning. And, you know, if you've ever had to clean out a jar that's been used for cleaning, you know what's in the bottom of those jars. And Jesus doesn't say to them, tip them out, they're gross, yuck. Can make sure they're all clean before I can use them. He just says, okay, come on, what you, all you need to do is you need to fill them up. All you need to do is just fill them up. He doesn't bring judgment to the jars. He doesn't bring, uh, he, he, he doesn't uh, accuse of what they've been used for in the past. Come on, he, he's saying to these jars, I can use these jars. Yeah, they may not look like they're, they're, they've been maybe, maybe have used for one, uh, one state. Don't put them in a box. I've got a, I've got a better plan for them. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to elevate their, their role. And so, he, so he, he, all he says is, hey, all I, want, all I need is I need you to just fill them up. Come on, I reckon that's an awesome picture of what God wants to do with people. They're outside the party. They're not inside the party. Come on, even tonight on Sunday night, there's people in our world that, that are like these, these, clay, these clay water jars. They're outside the party and they just need to be filled up. Come on, that's what, that's what Pastor Tico is talking about on Sunday morning with, with, with Reggie Dabbs. Come on, all we've got to do is we've got to bring some water jars in to, uh, to hear Reggie and they're going to be filled up. There's going to be water jars on, on, on Saturday night uh, in this place. They're going to be younger, but they're going to be filled up. And they're, they're, they're going to have purpose put on them. They're going to be transformed in that space. All we've got to do is just find the water jars that are in our world and come on and just fill them up. Because we've got a God who, who's into resurrection power. And it, may look, it doesn't always look the same, but it's the same power. It's the God that can restore, the God can, that can turn it around. And, and, and what does he do? He says, hey, all you need to do is fill them up and then dip them out. And then that's the, the area of serving, of, of taking something that what we've got, we want to get people to the spaces. Man, you're valuable. Just come on. What, what you have is enough. I love the other thing about when we think about water jars. You know, there's a cool picture of the water jars. Jesus didn't, look at, didn't care about what they looked like, didn't care about the marks or, the, or what, the, what they, they had on the outside. And we live in a world that's so, um, so focused on the outside. For the cracks and, and all that sort of stuff. I love what Second Corinthians talks about is that we now live, we now have this light shining in our hearts, but we ourselves are like fragile clouds, clay jars containing a great treasure. This makes it clear that our great power is from God, not from ourselves. Come on, we're, we're, we're not perfect. Jesus isn't looking for perfect people to help. He's, he'll, he'll use anyone. But what did, the, what did, what did Jesus' mother say? Just do what He tells you to do. Whatever He says, do it. And, and I, I love this image of, of the, clay, the clay jar with, its, with it being fragile, with it, with it being less than perfect as, as it talks about our life. 
And tonight, amongst all these, these things, we hear the amazing things and sometimes we rule ourselves out because we know our frailties. We know our weaknesses. We know the areas that we don't measure up. We know where we've slipped up in the past. But God never says that doesn't, I'm not looking for your, 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 your perfection. I'm not looking uh, uh, for, for, for your abilities. I'm looking for your availability. Come on, God's, God wants to use every one of us tonight. And there's, the awesome, there's, there's an awesome, powerful illustration when, when we see uh, the potters, um, the, the beginning in the potter of Jeremiah. God talks to Jeremiah and says, hey, Jeremiah, I want to teach you something. I want you to go to a, a, potter's, a potter's house. And, uh, and so Jeremiah, the, the prophet in the Old Testament, goes to this, this um, potter's house. And if we flick the next slide, and it says that he starts observing and, but the, and, and he sees this potter beginning to make a jar. He says, but as he made the jar, the, the jar was not, uh, was, he was making did not turn out as he had hoped. So he crushed it into a lump of clay and started all over again. Let me carry on, next one. Then the Lord gave me this message, O Israel, can I not do as this potter has done to his clay, as the clay is in the potter's hand, so are you in my hand. Maybe there's some people in this place tonight that, that things haven't worked out like you thought. Yet, yet the, your, your life or situations or ministry or friendship or whatever hasn't worked out in the way that you thought it was. But tonight I really believe that, that, that as you put your hand in, in, in the potter's uh, you put yourself in the potter's hands that, that God's able to make things work around. He's able to start again. He's able to renew. He's able to restore. He's able to resurrect because He's a God of resurrection power. I love the, I love the verse in Psalms, where it's, uh, Psalms 37 where it says, delight yourself in the Lord because He'll give you the desires of your heart. That word delight is the word, is, is all about being, being malleable like, like clay. As we're malleable like clay, we'll get the desires of our heart. And just the, the last thing before we finish, sometimes with our, with our brokenness, sometimes with our, with our frailties, we try to cover them up. We try to put on masks inside and outside of church to try and keep up appearances, try to make out that we're not who we are. Uh, we, we, we're projecting something on Facebook rather than what we really are. And, and I love, I love this, um, this Japanese art called Kintsugi. Kintsugi is the Japanese art that doesn't hide away cracks. It doesn't hide away uh, where there's frailties and things. What it does is it, it celebrates the broken pieces. When a, when a piece of art is broken, rather than just jam it together with super glue, with uh, Sally's no more gaps or whatever. What it does is it gets the gold dust out and it makes mortar with that. And what it does is it clips them together and, and, and what it, it celebrates. Um, it's, it's what is it, the, the Japanese art teaches that broken objects are not something to hide, but to display with pride. Come on. Kintsugi is the, the art of precious scars. And it says that, that these these pieces of art are more valuable when they're filled with gold, when they're filled with God's grace, when they're filled with His resurrection power than when, when they are one, one piece by themselves.
And I guess that's why in the Sermon on the Mount, God says, blessed are those who are poor and they realize their need for Him, for theirs is the kingdom of God. Come on, tonight God wants to, God wants to use, come on, every single individual in this place. Maybe you've got some frailties. Maybe you've got some weaknesses. Maybe you, come on, we've all got those weaknesses. Come on, can we be real tonight? I just wonder, how about we just stand to our feet? Can have the worship team come? And we serve a resurrection God whose power is available tonight. Come on, we don't, it doesn't matter whether you're in the United States and you fall through, through ice, whether you're in Tonga and there's a, there's a cyclone has hit your, your environment, your nation, whether you're uh, in the bottom of the South Island on a farm in Gore and you've been told that you've got cancer the size of a small football in your, in your stomach. Maybe you're in Levin and you've had a cancer statement that you've got six months to live. Whatever your need, come on, we've got a God who can do miracles. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Check out our website at equipuschurch.com forward slash Christchurch.